Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you suffering from wince face due to an injury? Or maybe from back, muscle, or joint pain? Even if you're unsure what that pain is, the specialists at the Iowa Clinic Bone and Joint Center can help you feel better from head to toe. It's coordinated. It's easy. It's all under one roof. Because no one should have to live in pain or with wince face. Call or visit iowaclinic.com today. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to a little pregame pod here on Cyclone Fanatic, Cyclone Fanatic social media pages, Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. Uh, well, we are presented as always by our friends at the Iowa Clinic. Instead of just one game day pregame show like I normally do, I'm going to make this a little bit longer. Of course, we'll look ahead to Farmageddon tonight, and I also want to talk <laughs> Probably more in depth about Iowa State basketball as I'm down here in Orlando. I've been at the games calling them the last couple of days. We want to get into all of that. So we'll start with basketball and then I'll get into football after that. Um, And I do have the comments open. If you guys have any questions, uh, feel free to jump in as we are live here to start things. And this will be again posted on the network. So if you miss some of this stuff, you'll be fine um, to go and listen to it. Or you can also go and check it out on the Cyclone Fanatic YouTube page as well. Uh, I want to kind of overall go go through what I've seen up close from the Cyclones the last couple of days. I honestly am not panicked at all. I think this team is still really good, but they're clearly going through some offensive woes right now, maybe even a little bit defensively as well. Um, I actually do, believe it or not, think that the, I think that Virginia Tech team for sure is an NCAA tournament team. Uh, they, they've got guards, right? Like Padula and uh, Couture. I mean, they've, they got shooters. Padula kind of shot out of his mind last night against Iowa State. He, he was really good. I, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, but Iowa State, I feel like, did it more to to itself as well. Is well, I want to talk first and foremost about the issue of not making your free throws when you're this Iowa State basketball team. I've never, I, man, like they're so bad on the front end of a one and one that it's honestly, it's like a, it's like a turnover. So why why is that? What do you do from here? Here's the the biggest problem with it is, you know, this this Iowa State team 
is clearly better than than what it has shown offensively. But I thought all offseason long, I tried telling you guys, I thought that this team wouldn't be as good in November, maybe record-wise, as ones in the past because of the just sheer number of new guys you're working younger guys in. There's just a lot because in the past, you know, you're trying to win these clunky ass games in the fifties and and now, now you're not right. So your, your whole thing is your whole core is kind of, kind of thrown off. And so Iowa state's strength is a team offensively is never going to be just launching threes. Okay. Like they're better than they were last year. I truly believe that, but that's never going to be this team's strength. The team that Iowa state has needs to play downhill. It needs to attack a lot like you saw in the second half against VCU the other night, where they got to the free throw line. They weren't perfect, but made enough down the stretch to Gilbert and Lipsy to, to take care of it. Well, when you're playing a team like Virginia tech and you go 15 of 26 from the line and you miss all those front ends and a team like Virginia Tech, and this is why I said to Darren Hanson, my my colleague at halftime, I said, I don't think they're going to win tonight because of the fact that if once Vautech gets to the foul line, it's over. And that's what happened. 20 of 23. Iowa State's defense fouls a lot. We've all seen that over the years. So let's get into it. So, so it's a double-edged sword there. Like this team has to be better at the free throw line. If this team's better at the free throw line, on Friday night, it wins the game. Truly believe that. You start putting more pressure on Vatek. They were getting very uncomfortable offensively about midway, uh, about six, seven minutes to go. Vatek didn't want anything to do with Iowa State's defense, right? You saw Padula start to, he was almost like lunging, trying to draw fouls, trying to get to the line. And, anyways, um, just a really bad setup there for. For the Cyclones. Sorry, I got distracted. My apologies there. Going through some of these comments, probably shouldn't do comments and try and give my analysis at the same time. You all are asking about the shooting. We can shoot better than this, right? Asked Travis. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind Iowa State can, can and will shoot better than this. But don't be mistaken that they're going to go out there every night. The, 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 the roster is completely overhauled. This is the good news. Got upgraded guard. I know Gilbert wasn't great on Friday night, but he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade to even um, maybe even to Kalsher. I don't know. Kalsher was pretty. But like, do you remember? Think about last year at this time. It's kind of like you go into these games and it's like, is Kalsher or Grill going to be on? And if not, you're kind of screwed. Well, that that's not really the case now. This, this Curtis Jones is a bit of an enigma right now because um, he can't really make a shot. But, I mean, I know because and – I, and I saw it. Like he – you know, they were thinking he was a Tyrus McGee type guy in October, the amount of shots he's making in practice, and everything's charted. So, you, you know, you hope that comes back around. I think the game's moving a little bit quickly for him right now still. I think that – um, Mom Chilovich. So I talked to Milan after the game for a little bit, and 
you know, I thought he gave an incredibly mature response. He was phenomenal last night, 21 points. And he said, hey, I got to hunt shots late in the game. And as a freshman, he kind of put that on him. I think he's still trying to not, you know, right now I think in Momchilovich's mind is he's one of the guys. He's not the guy. He's got to take that next step because Iowa State's coaches want him with the ball in his hand late in the game. Uh, I, I, I still I, – I love Gilbert. I think that he is going to get to the line, but he's got to make the shots. He was pretty good on, on Thursday night, 12 of 15 from the free throw line. He was just really bad. He had a bad, bad offensive night against Virginia Tech. You have upgrades at post, right? Even right now during the Ward injury, you know, look at what Robert Jones is doing right now compared to what he was a year ago. I don't think that they beat VCU without Robert Jones the other night. He had seven rebounds. He, he's playing really well. So, again, they, they're they a better team. There's no doubt in my mind. But I personally am not surprised that they're struggling a little bit here in November. I predicted this. I thought it would happen. And I think they'll figure it out. Will they figure it out by Sunday against a really good Texas A&M team? I don't know about that. I I could see him losing that game. May probably going to be an underdog in that game. Um, but I, you know, I just it does get tiresome. I, I know it's just what fans do and stuff. But you go on Twitter. I, I mean, for God's sake, it's one loss in November against a ACC team that'll be in the tournament, and we're acting like, you know, the world's coming to an end. It, it it does it does get a little bit tiresome. I actually just put my phone away last night. That's why I didn't tweet about the game afterwards because I pulled it up and it was just so toxic. I I think that this is a really good team. But again, there's going to be you know the, the the thing I like about it though when I when I look at these two games and they didn't play very well at VCU until like the last 10 minutes. There's a lot of growth here. But when I look at it it's, it's a lot of stuff that Iowa State's doing. It, it I'm not seeing a lack of effort. They're competing like crazy. Like last night's game, you know, they gave up I think like five or six offensive rebounds in the first half that led to threes. Three of them led to threes. So their defense on the first shot is really good still. They're competing, which is what you really love to see. I just think they got to come out offensively and attack more and not settle for shots early on. Yeah, and like Lipsy last night was phenomenal in the last five, ten minutes, but really had an uncharacteristic night with five turnovers. I just don't think this is like this deal where there's something terminally wrong with the team. I, I don't I don't buy it. I think that VCU game that the guy I think that that length and athleticism that VCU played with defensively really screwed with them. And that's part of the problem with playing four cupcakes to start the year because you you don't get that reality until you come to one of these tournaments and then you grow from it. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on basketball. I I still think they're in I think I think it's a really good basketball team. Mr. Jones here says I said that this team would win this tournament with no problem. I can assure you I never said that. Go quote me on that, buddy. Jack wants me to talk about Pavelski and the spark that he gave us. That's a really good point. Jackson last night played 13 minutes, which was his longest streak of uh, his career at Iowa State. And that that's a really good sign. You need to see more of that. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me why he's not playing more. Well, he hasn't been very good, frankly. I mean, when you've, when you've watched it. 
And I thought last night for the first time, he looked like a guy who kind of belonged at that high major level and was really needed. He took care of the basketball. He got to the paint a few times. Um, that That's huge. He needs to make some shots, right? Like he, he was brought in here to be a three-point shooter, and he hasn't really been that yet, albeit hasn't had a ton of opportunity as well. So – but that that was one of the positives I thought from last night, and I even give Curtis Jones some credit. So that game on Thursday night, like he didn't shoot well, but Kurt Jones was elite defensively. Like Iowa State doesn't win that game without him against VCU. He was really really good. He had five assists. So th- there are pieces here, guys, that I'm seeing that are really really fun, and I think are going to be really really good. But it's all going to come together. They, they, you can't do the, what they've done at the free throw line the way Iowa State plays, especially these front ends of one-and-ones. It's been really, really, really frustrating to watch because you, you take that away last night, and I think you – I don't know if you win it, but you're right there. You know, you're right there, and then there's more pressure on Vatek, and Iowa State's defense can, you know, really – clamp down at the end of that game, much like it did against VCU, and, and you feel like you're in a good spot. Let's um, – I, I don't know anything about Texas A&M yet, so I can't really say anything on that. I will be studying them and maybe do one of these tomorrow night before the game. I, I, I think a 5.30 tip back in Iowa – um, Brian chimes in. He says, I don't think our defense was bad. Thought some of the shot selection was suspect at best. Yeah, I would go with that. I think that's fair. I also think that they got into a they got into a little bit of a deal where it's just Taman flying into the lane and kind of flailing up a shot. And while I know they want Taman to attack, I don't know if that's necessarily the way they're wanting to do it. Um, he, I will tell you this, cannot be playing 35 minutes every single night. He, I don't think his body can handle it. They need to put him down to about 30, 31 minutes, and that's a point where Pavletsky could come in and really be a nice, nice addition to this team if he can keep this up. But yeah, that was that was encouraging to see. But I, again, Jackson needs to make some shots, and he's finally started to seek some out. I thought on on Friday. And Kurt Jones is the same way. Like eventually, I mean, you can't go one of eight every night. Doesn't matter what your defense is, right? All right, I think that's all I got on basketball. Unless you guys have some questions, Coach Wears, my main man, says Iowa State will be very entertaining this year. NCAA tournament likely, in my opinion, I would completely agree. Jack points out that Curtis has been great on the ball. I love how quickly he gets his shot off the catch. He'll be fine. I would agree. I, I just, I mean, we're six games in and he hasn't really shot the ball that well yet, but I just, I know so much about like what happened in October and he was really good. He, he's starting to come off like a culture type to me with his shooting where I think he's going to all of a sudden have a game where like he just freaking is going off. Um, but we'll see. I, Need one sooner rather than later. You, you can't just keep playing offense like this. But I, I'm not panicked. I, I think that I think that they're going to be fine. I still think it's a highly, highly upgraded roster, and there's 
a lot to look forward to, but this is part of the growing season. It's why you come to these tournaments and you play November basketball against good teams, right? Um, and and this is this is the first time they've played good teams all year. So you're going to learn from it. Let's go to football tonight. I just I hate the way it sets up for Iowa State. I'm not going to be all negative in this one. I just don't love the matchup, especially with Malik Verdon probably out. Um, it looks like it's going to be like snowing there, and I don't know. I don't know if that impacts the game or not. I I have no clue. I I don't like the fact that Iowa State played Texas last week. The Cyclones got pretty beat up. So you're playing probably definitely the two most physical teams in the Big 12 in back-to-back weeks. Not crazy about it. You know, let's see. Let's let's see this team. This is kind of a gut check type game, but I I think Kansas State will win the game by double digits. I hope I'm wrong. Iowa State needs to get off to a really good start if it's going to win this thing the again the weather doesn't look great so i'm just curious i'm more really honestly guys more worried about iowa state's defense in this game you just look back at the games when cooper and verdon have been out and they haven't been very good they're not a good run stopping team when those guys are out um there's been liabilities in the passing game when those guys are out and if verdon's out you know you're playing probably the, the best running team in the big 12 or one of in Kansas State on the road. This feels like a long night to me. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, you know, we've seen Campbell teams do way crazier things on the road, uh, you know, over the years. I just, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about this. I hope that they can completely surprise me and I will gladly come on here post game and eat crow. How about that? All right, I'm going to give you guys one more shot for questions here in the comments about football or basketball before I wrap things up. I am going to go find a place to watch the Michigan and Ohio State game and then come back and start to get ready for football. Um, yeah, I, I, I last, last thing on the basketball team is just I've watched them up close. Like, they're gutting it out. Like, they, it's just not clicking offensively. And I think it will. I, I, I do think it will. But I think this can be a top 75, top 100 offensive team. They're never going to be a top 50 offensive team, right? But compared to what they have been, that's really that's really darn good. Uh, Simon wants to know if the offense will open it up early against Kansas State. Good question, my friend. And I don't know what does the weather have to do with it, right? If it's blowing snow, you know, does Matt – go a little more conservative that's i hope so because that's how iowa state has been good right they kansas state's a good team defensively but they're not elite i I think iowa state can move the ball that's why i said i'm a little more concerned about the defense tonight uh gabriel wants to know these nil representative deals can you provide some reality reality checks that that doesn't necessarily mean a transfer you are correct gabriel on facebook it could mean a transfer in some cases, but I'll tell you that in a year from now, two years from now, almost all of these guys are going to have agents if they're worth a damn at all. So what's happening is if you're deemed uh, like in your underclassmen years, freshman, sophomore, even junior, you're right, you're talking about Jeremiah Cooper. So he has a year left and then he can be draft eligible 
these agents want to get in on these guys before they're draft eligible. So then they have a better chance to sign them. Cooper is like we've been telling you, he's an NFL draft guy, probably can go pro after his junior year. He's elite. And this is an agent wanting to be on the ground floor with a guy who they think will be drafted and have a long career in the NFL. That does not mean they're transferring. In fact, like for these agents, the, the reality is there's not a lot of money in these things until these guys make it to the pros. You're talking about agents that are putting together tens of millions of dollars of contracts. I can promise you the NIL deals and the overwhelming majority of these things are under a million. Most of them are in the um, tens or hundreds of thousands. And, you know, you think about commission wise, it's peanuts for those guys. It's a long term play for them. So I, yeah, people completely overreacted to that. Completely overreacted to it earlier this week. Thank you for asking that. Cause it's a lot easier to talk about it here. If I would have put out a tweet, I would have just been skewered by people. Um, thank you, Gabriel for asking that team. Um, Nick is the football team going to pull it off. What will be the key to winning? I don't think they're going to pull it off. I hope I am wrong. Again, Matt Campbell has surprised me many, many times before. Um, yeah, it's what's the anatomy of an upset on the road? You got to force some turnovers. You got to take care of the ball, and you got to have some things go your way. I don't like Verdon being out. I I hate it against this matchup. You can live with one of those guys being out against BYU. I don't know if you can against Kansas State. Senior Day. That place is a tough place to play. I just don't like it. Hope I'm wrong. Do you guys just feel weird when when Iowa State goes to Manhattan? I sure do. I just don't like it. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys today. I'm going to try and be back on one of these things tomorrow before basketball. I think that the situation, I I think that, I I don't know if they'll win tomorrow. I think they're going to be a little bit of an underdog, but I also think that this team's going to be just fine. I think that, you know, you, you look around and, the, the talent level on this group is there, but they got to find, you know, that consistency offensively, like wherever it's at. And again, you're now, you're not falling back on these slow ass, boring 50 point games to just be there. It's, it's different. And they gotta, they gotta find that happy medium. We'll see. I appreciate you all. You guys are the best. Love you all. Uh, enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy the games. And I will be here with you post-game for football. We'll talk uh, about Iowa State's game against Kansas State. Appreciate you all. Have a great Saturday.